0: Let me uh, give some of the. Let me give you some of the background as to why why we're here today. Um, on on Friday, uh, the United States Conference of Mayors hosted an emergency uh, telephone call to discuss rumors that are circula- circulating in Washington that President Trump was going to take action this week to uh, suspend or in some way impair the DACA program. And while that may have been interrupted by the tragedy taking place in Houston, it in no way has changed our schedule. And so from uh, Los Angeles to New York, There are cities holding uh, conferences like this, which are designed to shed light on the DACA program, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and uh, why it's so important to not just the recipients and their families and the humanitarian issue that's involved, but also to our cities and to our nation. Uh, let, me, let me explain a couple of things uh, which, which address some real misunderstandings in this nation about these young people and the immigrant community, uh, which exists here in, in, in Wisconsin. Eighty-seven percent of those who get the benefits of DACA are employed by American businesses, 6% have started their own businesses, leading to higher wages and better economic outcomes. DACA recipients contribute 15.3% of their wages to taxes, which fund Social Security and Medicare, and DACA recipients are investing in assets like homes, starting those new businesses, and bringing significant tax revenues to our cities, counties, and states. It is expected that they're going to contribute $9.9 billion in tax contributions over the next four years, and they're going to contribute $433 billion to our gross domestic product over the next decade. And let me point out that we don't just see the benefit here in Madison and Dane County, but we've got some very critical industries in Wisconsin where they and and, and other other recent immigrants to this country make invaluable contributions, such as the dairy industry. I could go on and on with economic data uh, showing what it means to our communities. But I'd like some of the young people who are here and some of their friends and advisors to share with you their story and to explain uh, what it means to participate in the education, in the economic systems uh, here in, in, in the Madison, Wisconsin area. Uh, Alondra Quechol is going to go first. I don't know the names of all of these wonderful young people, so after that, we're going to wing it. Uh, and perhaps some of the uh, older people and advisors will also participate as well. Alondra. Good
1: evening, everyone. Thank you for coming um, As the mayor said, there's a lot of statistics that go behind this issue, and it's, again, not something new that we've been talking about. For some of us, we've been living it for over many years, and the first dreamer, again, are our parents. But the reason that I I stand here before you guys is to talk about as to why it's important. Many people, again, multiple times have said, let's do this, let's take action, let's make change in Congress or even within our city, but... Um, Again, as a community member, I stand also in representing many, many students that I talked with, that I've dealt with, that I consulted with, and we still have yet changed to make. When we talk about the DACA and the DREAM Act, we talk about having students being able to get into so many things in our city that touches economic um, subjects, political subjects, social subjects, spiritual subjects, and so on. When we talk about having this, we're also looking at, to how it benefits us. If we have DACA taken away, then that means the white coats that our students have been privileged to give in will be taken away. The hard hats and construction workers will be taken away. That's a lot of people with, that we look at. And so far, most of them now this year, I've seen so many students going to Madison College because they can't be able to attend the school of their dreams, whether that's Edgewood College or UW-Madison, here locally. At um, a certain point, it's good to see these faces, but even pro professors this year, I've heard it, that they want to increase their student diversity and population um, at UW-Madison, but we can't because not so many people are eligible as to why having DACA is so um, such a – charm that we have now and if that's taken away how are we going to continue on you know so our parents can't get yet still a driver's license so then it's up to us to drive our little siblings or even our parents if they have the night shift to and from work and again it's just work so it's not like we're doing something bad where we're labeled as criminals we came here for a reason you know for a reason to keep continuing to work And we're not taking the jobs again. We're filling those jobs. And this goes to anyone who's looking into applications. How many have you seen that are taking the basic jobs of of a uh, person who is working at a restaurant as a custodian that is of um, Caucasian background? Not so many. And here, again, it's already enough for us to still look at other things as a DACA student that we want to continue on. Right? That student can possibly even go on to a better um, stance in school and continue on to look at other things that we still have yet to figure in terms of finding, for example, the solution to medicine and finding a cure for cancer as such, or even um, someone who can be our president in the future, you know, and take all these things, um, or even just working at Congress. But again, as we look at these things, we hope that we can actually look at the reasons behind it, not what you've seen so far because of other people's or from word of mouth. I encourage you all tonight to still look at the reasons behind what it is to be a DACA student and what it means if that was taken away. Thank you. Yeah, um, Alondra, A-L-O-N-D-R-A, Q-U-E-C-H-O-L. Yes, and yeah. Thank you. We will have some staff over here. I also want to introduce Lauren. She works at Centro Espano.
2: Thanks, Alondra.
1: Hi, my name is Lauren Diekman.
2: I'm the Director of Youth Programs at Centro Espano. And here with me are the other wonderful Centro staff that can come up. Thank you. I have been with Synthro for the past 12 years um, as a youth program coordinator and as director of youth programs, and I have the wonderful opportunity every year to witness our summer internship programs and our fall scholarships. Um, I get to speak with the kids about their experiences, and the kids that we work with, many of them are DACA recipients, and when I speak with them about why it is they wanted to do this internship or why it is they applied to a scholarship a lot of them say they did not feel like they belonged until they were they became DACA recipients. It wasn't until then that they felt like their country accepted them and wanted them and respected them. For the first time, they felt like their voices were being heard. Um, at Centro, we're all about saying, you know, "Si se puede," yes, you can, and DACA is a way of saying "Si se puede," yes, you can. And so we very much hope that um, those in, you know, in our Congress um, will, will keep DACA around for the sake of our students who, like Alondra said, become doctors. They go into nursing and teaching and the arts, and they come back from their college experiences wanting to volunteer and give back to the community that gave to them. It comes full circle So I truly, truly hope um, that DACA is something that we can continue for this wonderful um, young generation um, being so successful. Thank you. Yes, uh, Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, Salzman, S-A-L-Z-M-A-N-N.
3: Hello, my name is uh, Salvador Carranza. I'm president of the Latino Education Council. Um, I came here to support all our DACA students. We have 65,000 undocumented kids graduating from our high schools in the nation every year. If we don't give these kids the opportunity to contribute to our nation, we are all poorer for that. As you have heard, this is extremely important to our families and our communities. We want to do this, that DACA continues, because that has been just the first step towards making our families and our kids part, integral parts of our communities so that they can contribute as much as they can contribute. I meet and advise kids every year. These are the brightest kids. We keep hearing from our legislatures and our politicians that we need more kids more skilled workers that can contribute to this country. And yet when we have a huge amount of kids, a number of kids that are doing exactly that, that are working hard, that want to be doctors, that want to be nurses, that want to be engineers, we're trying to shut the doors on them. This is immoral, this is unjust, and we are shooting ourselves in, the, in, in our own feet when we don't give the opportunities to our families to really contribute to our country. So this is a a moral thing to do, It's at the core of the values of which this nation was formed. And we should go to the next step, pass the DREAM Act, pass comprehensive immigration reform. And in this state, as you heard from Alondra, we need the state to pass resident tuition, again, for our kids to be able to go to college. Otherwise, we're just hurting ourselves. Thank you very much. My name is Salvador, S-A-L-V-A-D-O-R, Carranza, that's C-A-R-R-A-N-Z-A. I'm president of the Latino Education Council. Thank you.
0: All right, well, let's, let's take questions. But first, I've got to, I want to reflect on something personal, which is, may sound a little, little unusual. But as I look at these young women, I think about my own grandmother who came to the United States with her parents at about the same age that these young women uh, are, are here. And when I think about her, I look at how hard she worked. I think about the commitments that she made to her family and to her country. And then I think about those of us who are her grandchildren, which includes more teachers than I can remember. There's a couple of us who are lawyers, a medical equipment salesperson, a land use planner, a doctor. Um, My cousin Susan is a professional storyteller. and the contributions that that we've made, and it just is so unfair that we've got so many thousands of these wonderful young people who want to contribute to their nation, to their families, and how much has unfortunately changed over the last 100 years that we now have a government that is saying no to so many bright, young, energetic people. And uh, we're at a point now where they are in effect being held hostage by, unfortunately, a frustrated president with unfortunate priorities who is about to try to use them as pawns in a legislative agenda. And we are determined that that is not going to happen. So uh, we'd be glad to answer any questions. I know there's people here uh, who sometimes who are able to provide legal resources. I see that the chief is here. Our civil rights director, Norm Davis, is here. Alderwoman McKinney is here. And so... Uh, Any questions, please?
2: If the program were to be eliminated on the national level, is there
3: something on the local level that you guys could introduce um, that would continue?
0: There's not much in terms of legislation that we can introduce, but what we would certainly do is we will join forces uh, with our local leaders, our local attorneys, our local organizations, and those uh, nationally, like I said, from New York to Los Angeles in legally challenging any effort that is made to compromise the program. I was
4: curious the sources of um, the statistics you cited at the beginning.
0: It comes from the U.S. Conference of Mayors, and unfortunately, I don't think there's any footnotes here. But it does say contact their conference director on public safety, Laura Decoven waxman So give Laura a call, and uh, she probably is responsible for the data. So, Who's it? you want to speak? Oh, sure. Yeah. A oh, my goodness, I ran. Uh, one of our, our interns. Yes.
5: Okay, uh, J-U-A-Y-N, space, A-L-V-A-R-E-Z. I'm <laughs> um, so, basically just about DACA and how pivotal it can be in so many lives of young people, specifically ambitious young people. Y'all don't know how fast I ran. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's so important because immigration and citizenship specifically go so unnoticed to so many, except for the person living it. We can walk our days and we can go about all these things, going to school, walking across the street, buying groceries, but we know what the truth is and how much a piece of paper affects the the trajectory of our lives in terms of success, financially, socially, or whatever the case may be. So I say to all of you, and then to the president specifically, that DACA is important because it has given me a chance to find a way to become a success and achieve the American dream, which I know many people were unable and are still unable to do. Um, Many people have fought and died for an opportunity to stand here to receive an education, to have a job, to have a driver's license, and ID, and have this freedom of speech, and I just think DACA has given me, and over 800,000 other young people that same opportunity, so that's it, and that's all I can really say on behalf of myself. Thank you.
0: One, one of our great interns, yes, you have a question? Sure.
3: Um, so where
5: can folks support with their dollars? Um, what organizations can they give to, and to legally support as well as support individual students.
0: Who yeah. wants to answer that on behalf of Centro Hispano and who wants to answer that on behalf of the legal team?
4: Go ahead. Hi, I'm Aissa Olivares, um, A-I-S-S-A-O-L-I-V-A-R-A-Z, and I am a staff attorney for the Community Immigration Law Center. We are housed inside of Christ Presbyterian Church at 944 East Gorham Street. We hold free consultations from two to five on the second and fourth Friday of each month. We invite anybody who has DACA or anybody in the community um, to come meet with our volunteer attorneys um, and speak with us regarding um, your future. Um, We are a nonprofit and we're just getting started with our legal services department. And so um, please reach out to me. at Aissa A-I-S-S-A, at silk, CILC, Madison.org. If you have any questions, um, if you know of any community members that need assistance or consultations about not just DACA, but possibly future relief and permanent relief. Um, these students here are an inspiration um, to what I do every day. And um, please, um, reach out if there's any questions regarding the legal aspect. Um, I especially encourage the students to come down and, and meet with me or make a separate appointment with me if, if need be.
2: Um, once again, I'm Lauren Salzman. I'm the Director of Youth Programs at Centro Um In terms of supporting, it would be wonderful um, to support our endowment fund. We recently began one this past January that supports our fall scholarships and our internships over the summer. Our scholarships and our internships go to students of all backgrounds, um, but especially students who may have applied for DACA. Um, there is no GPA requirement for it, so scholarships can often go to students who may get passed up because of, you know, maybe they have second jobs or third jobs they're working and it's affecting their GPA. Um, giving to that endowment fund would be an excellent way to support our, um, our documented youth. And if you'd like to do that, if you'd like more information, you can certainly talk with our director of development, um, Nina. Her email is n i n a at micentro.org M-I-C-E-N-T-R-O.org. Thank you.
4: Sorry, I just wanted to step in really quick. Um, our, our website is cilcmadison.org. Um, there is an opportunity to donate there. Our volunteer attorneys have taken on many DACA recipients, many DACA renewals, um, and so that's an opportunity to, to give to our community and to our volunteer attorneys um, and our future legal department, if possible. Thank you.
0: Any other questions? Well, I just want to thank everyone very much uh, for taking the time to be here. I want to thank all of the young people, DACA uh, recipients, and especially those who support them, both their families as well as some of the organizations and community leaders who are here today. So thank you all very much.